Welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. What if the life that actually works for you makes no sense, is totally unpredictable, and goes way outside the box of conventionality? Would you let yourself have it? Would you like to be creating your life for more of what is truly possible? Join your host, Keisha Clark, for this week's adventure in Living Beyond Linear. <laughs> oh my goodness, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, yummy, delicious, magical world. Hello and welcome to Living Beyond Linear with me, Keisha Clark, here on Inspired Choices Network. How are you, friends? Oh, my goodness, what a week we have had on our end of the universe. I am wondering how many of us are just, like, having so much going on in our lives, and it seems like things are kind of intensifying and quickening and intensifying and quickening. <laughs> and how... Amazing is it that we get to have all of these experiences, create these experiences, and if you are first time joining us and you have absolutely no idea what I in the world I'm referring to, um, I am Keish Clark, and here on Living Beyond Linear, we actually play with Stop Asking Your Life to Make Sense. Yeah, and what I find is that when we're trying to make our life make sense, it kind of makes us insane. So with all of this quickening and intensifying, um, it can be very easy for us, many of us, to try to go into, or really for a lot of us, it's kind of a default thing that we go into trying to figure out how to not have it be as intense and how to survive the quickening or get through it. And what if none of this is about figuring anything out? What if it's about being present having an awareness of how you function uniquely, the way you function, the way nobody else does or can or is designed to, and creating your life from that, from what really and truly works for you. So that's what we're exploring here on Living Beyond Linear. If it is your first time joining us, thank you for stopping by. And whenever and however you're hearing this show, thank you for being a contribution to this conversation to this show, to this station, and to consciousness. If you want to get all nice and woo-woo, here's just a little warm fuzzy for you. <laughs> and if you've been with us before, thank you so much for coming back to play. It is always an honor to have you, and I am delighted uh, for to receive the the notes and the high fives and the all of the, the acknowledgments from those of you who share with me that um, you're enjoying the conversations, that you enjoy the show, that you enjoy what I play with and what I present and what I invite you to, and thank you for inviting me to continue stretching and expanding and um, having my adventure <laughs> and having more of my awareness of how I work and function and organically create. It is pretty darn awesome. So... Um, if you have not already joined us in the chat room, I invite you to come play. I've got Rhonda and Wendy in here playing with us, and it's always fun to have this backstage party going on because, you know, we, got, we get to have, like, secret conversations. <laughs> so um, all you have to do is look for the word chat room on the blue bar near the top of the, any screen on Inspired Choices Network. If you click on that, you just enter your name, and you come on in. You don't have to have a secret password or anything like that. It's not like an impromptu IQ test, so don't worry. Um, <laughs> I always, you know, when you're checking out at the store, I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering if it's this way all around the world. 
Um, but when you're checking out at the store and all those machines of however you do your card, if you're paying by credit card, they're all different. They all have different processes. And do you ever wonder, like, am I just being filmed? Is this like some secret test that I don't know about? I always wonder that. Oh, and if you've never played with us before, you might be hearing Lily chiming in. She is my consciousness co-pilot, um, also known as my cat in this life. <laughs> she has lots of things to share sometimes, and she also assists us in moving the energy when we find some pockets of, of uh, intensity on the show. So you might hear her chime in. Um, she's always fun to play with, so... Ah, you get the two of us for Living Beyond Linear Adventures, and here she goes. She's already talking this morning. She's got stuff to say. And who wouldn't have stuff to say? We're playing this month with uh, themes from different movies, which I guess you could call, well, I don't know if you'd call them children's stories. Um, these first ones have been children's stories. Yes, my love. Um this week we are playing with uh, something from the Dr. Doolittle stories. It is the Push Me Pull You. We're talking about what do you do with a Push Me Pull You. Um, <laughs> so I loved the stories growing up. I did. I watched the Disney movies and the uh, all of the, the fables. I loved the fables. I loved all of the, the parables. I loved the stories. I love learning by story. Um, it was always fun for me. And it just sort of appealed to me. It worked. Um, so how many stories um, did you get to see? Did you get to enjoy? And how much did you maybe um, turn off uh, that you have learned from those stories or inspiration that you took from those stories that that you might have um, forgotten or put aside or uh, just sort of filed away in your energetic file cabinets and not be drawing from those anymore. Well, I was doing something a few weeks ago, and the show was like, my show talks to me on a regular basis, and <laughs> the show uh, invited me to play with some themes from um, some stories, some of my, the childhood stories that I remember. And for whatever reason, because I don't really need one, um, it brought up some themes from several movies from my childhood and then one from my um i guess a little closer to my early adulthood um so i find it interesting we can find um lessons analogies metaphors from pretty much anything we see so it it doesn't have there's no right or wrong what if there's no right or wrong um <laughs> for you to be receiving inspiration from for you to be having aha moments and awareness with. I, um, I've i received ahas and awareness from some of the most bizarre places that uh, were not being presented to be an aha or an awareness, but the way it landed in my universe brought me an aha and an awareness. It was very cool. <laughs> so, so last week we talked about just click your heels together, of course, from the story of The Wizard of Oz. And um, we played with different ways for each of us to have what works for us with getting ourselves present with ourselves in those moments of intensity as well as in the moments that we're just out kind of having a good time and being one with nature and you know, dharma and uh, zen and whatever you call it. Um, and 
we played with the question, universe, show me the energy of me, and body, show me the energy of you. So how have those of you who are willing to play with that been been doing with that? And have you had any interesting awarenesses? Have you had any new awarenesses or ahas as you were playing with the energy of being present with you as you? Um, it's kind of fascinating, and again, no right or wrong way, and you're not required to do it. It's just a curiosity. Um, if any of you want to give us feedback, I would love to hear from you. You can always email me, Keisha, at livingbeyondlinear.com, or you can find me on Facebook, at Living Beyond Linear, and you can always message there or post something there. I love to see um, and find out and hear about the adventures folks are having. Um, and this week, as I said... What do you do with a push-me-pull-you? Mm-hmm. And it's it's in the story of Dr. Doolittle, of course, some of you, if any of you haven't seen it in the story, um, the push-me-pull-you is the creature that looks like the two-headed llama, only the heads are on each end. So it's almost like two front ends of the animal put together with no back end, no hind end. And um, I wonder... Well, never mind. So, um, yes, the push-me-pull-you. Uh, so while it is a fictional character in the Dr. Doolittle stories, we're going to explore push-me-pull-you as it applies to the energy of cooperation and or conflict. So what do we do in those moments we lose ourselves in the aligning and agreeing or the resisting and reacting to a situation? And how do we get out of the push-me-pull-you cycle to what is beyond the push and the pull. So yeah, in the in the story and in the movie, um, the push me pull you had to work a certain way to be able to get anywhere. Else, it just went backwards and forwards essentially, or one direction and then the other and back upon itself. So the the playing with this aligning and agreeing, resisting and reacting. I first heard it put that way uh, when I started to play with access consciousness. And um, and then I just I started to notice, because um, we're also talking about an element that um, is a part of this that is judgment. And I started to notice how pretty much just about in everything we do, in every part of our life, we can be doing either of those things, aligning and agreeing, resisting and reacting, um, and both of those are prompted from what we have judged or concluded or decided about those situations that we're either aligning and agreeing with or resisting and reacting to. So I wonder if we could let go of a little bit of that, what the freedom um, and the the space could allow us to become aware of. Yeah. Yeah. So how many places are you aligning and agreeing with someone or something or some group? And how many places and ways are you resisting and reacting to someone or something or a group or an idea, whatever that is, any kind of energy, and in all of those places, whether you have a cognitive sense of them in this moment or not, would you be willing to start to allow yourself to change that? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because when we're aligning and agreeing, 
we're judging that something is right. We're we're going along with it. And and let me also, just before we get too far into this conversation, just let me say, I'm not going to ask you to stop aligning and agreeing with everything. And I'm not going to ask you to stop resisting and reacting. I'm inviting you to have your awareness of where these things are going on consciously and unconsciously that when what I'm finding in my life is when we're willing to have our awareness of it, we can actually be in greater choice about what we choose with regard to any person, place, or thing, or energy in our life. And that's really what I like to play with, is what puts us in the position of having greater choice, greater awareness, greater choice, and being open to more possibilities for ourselves. When we're choosing those things for us, we're actually being an invitation and being an energy of something that can create more in the world. And that's not because you're obligated to create something more for the world. It's just the fun of having more of that freedom that I would like to be playing with and that I desire to invite you to as well. So <laughs> so when we're aligning and agreeing, um, there's usually some judgment, conscious or not, that has already taken place that we are so in that person's corner or that we are so um, in, you know, it's a pro for that particular point of view or philosophy or program or um, policy or whatever it might be. So just think a minute on the things that you are so in agreement with right now. Is there something that springs to mind? Um, I have things that I know I agree with. <laughs> Um, and because I've already been kind of playing with it, some of it's loosened up. But um, there are some things that I certainly agree with. I tend to be um, pretty in pretty strong agreement and alignment with, um, you know, it's really unkind to um, to to be. Uh, let's see, how do I say this? So a big thing of mine for much of my life has been um, about animal rights and and. Um, in my early days, it was about, you know, fighting animal cruelty. And <clears throat> I was definitely in alignment with certain points of view about the way animals should be treated. And I still am very much of a point of view that kindness is required and that kindness is the, the, the theme from which everything can be administered to animals as well as people. <laughs> I kind of, I'm in favor of kindness. I do align and agree with that. And what I noticed when I started to play with um, some of the different modalities that I've played with over the last 10 years, I began to become aware that my insistency and my fixed position about um, the way animals should be treated, um, it created some tension and some, um, what is that word, <laughs> uh, uncomfortableness. It, it created basically um, rigidity in my universe. And it's not because you shouldn't desire to be kind or you should desire to be kind, but do you start to get a sense of the craziness that, that begins to get created in that, in those kinds of choices when we align and agree. 
when we're so in favor of something and it's a fixed position for us, it's really easy to go into or create an intensity that is uncomfortable in very much the same way as if we were resisting and reacting. Of course, when I was aligning and agreeing with certain points of view about how animals, quote-unquote, should be cared for and treated, I was also resisting and reacting to the way that many organizations or institutions were treating animals in certain ways, whether that was animals in medical research or animals uh, in the agricultural industry. Um, I was resisting and reacting to what was happening. So it was basically a cycle of insanity that I was putting myself into. And it was pretty, it was really intense. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. It was really intense because I actually signed up for a lot of the you know, the daily emails from different um, animal rights and welfare organizations. And I would get these emails and I would open them and it was just crushing to me because, of course, there were these pictures and there were these stories and it was just, and I totally, I went, I was in, I jumped into every one of those emails with both feet, essentially. And what it got me, it didn't get me anywhere, and this is the part of the point of today's conversation, it didn't get me anywhere that allowed me to have choice to contribute in a way that actually changed something. I was just in a spin cycle of alignment and agreement with a certain point of view and resistance and reaction to another point of view. I wasn't actually choosing to contribute anything. And I wasn't allowing myself to be in the space of choice so that I could choose. So have I I thoroughly confused you? It's possible I've thoroughly confused you. (laughs) And I'm not asking you to agree with this conversation, okay, or to react to it. I'm just inviting you to begin to look at, or really just to begin to have your awareness of what are the points of view, what are the life experiences, what are the people in your life, yes, my love, that you might be having these kinds of experiences with? And how much choice are you actually in, in those places? And apparently Lily has lots to say about this topic. It could be about animal treatment as well. So so let's take a quick break and uh, we'll get ourselves coordinated on this end. And we have lots more undoubtedly to say about being having the push-me-pull-you experience in our life. Uh, you are listening to Living Beyond Linear here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm Keisha Clark here with Lily, <laughs> my co-pilot in consciousness. And we have lots more to say about push-me-pull-you and what do you do with a push-me-pull-you. We'll talk about that when we come back. <laughs> what would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life? the strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it makes any sense. Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Would you like to bring your question on the show today? Call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada at 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email your questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Beyond Linear here on Inspired Choices Network with myself, Keisha Clark, and my amazing co-pilot, also known as Lily. Um, over the break, it was um, interesting. I just asked her, like, okay, what is it that you want to contribute here? Would you like me to vocalize any of it? And um, there was a little bit of an awareness about um, the opinions that people have on how animals should be treated and the intensity around those opinions and points of view and that animals actually uh, have way more to be contributing if we were willing to allow them to contribute and that contribution does not necessarily look like what we have already decided it's going to look like. So uh, she was just asking if we might have a little bit more of our willingness to allow animals to show us that and our awareness of what else could be possible with our animals, with animals who uh, choose to incarnate in the different aspects of our lives, whether that's our homes as domesticated animals, whether that's our forests and our jungles as wild animals, uh, deserts as well, apparently, and um, and or whether that's within the agricultural um, industry or the medical industry, um, lots of those places that animals show up. And um, what if what we have decided is right or wrong about the treatment of animals and how we can co-create with them, um, what if everything we've already decided is right or wrong about that is not what we think it is? So how amazing... This is just kind of cool. Yes, I'm having a little bit of emotion that I'm having a show about <clears throat> what do you do with a push-me-pull-you that's from the team of Dr. Doolittle stories. And I have Lilaru <laughs> here talking to me, sharing with me, and contributing to me and to us. Um, how amazing is that? And everywhere that I have aligned and agreed and resisted and reacted with and to um, anything to do with what I think is how a show is going to go. I'm just totally destroying and uncreating that. <laughs> and receiving the gift of my beautiful friend, Lillaroo. Thank you, my love. So, so cool. Just so cool. And and this is also part of what uh, today's conversation um, it, I would love for it to be an invitation to is what becomes possible when we're willing to let go of how we think something should go or when we're willing to let go of our reaction to the way something is going. What becomes possible? It changes the energy when we're willing to change how we're looking at it. And I know that um, a lot of you have probably heard the um, statement from, I believe, Dr. Wayne Dyer um, when you change the way you look at something, what you look at changes. Um, 
that applies with so many of us, with, with pretty much, well, for me, that applies with everything. Um, it's part of the quantum effect that we talk about often on the show and on a lot of the other shows uh, here on Inspired Choices Network. It's, you know, you bring your energy to the equation or to the formula or to the recipe, however you want to see that. You bring the energy of you to it. And when we're caught up in these aligning and agreeing and resisting and reacting energies, um, we're not really lending us to the equation or to the project or to the creation. We're actually keeping us out of the formula, out of the equation. And part of what I'm aware that that creates is this, that's part of where the intensity comes from is it's it's kind of like um, the energies can't really land anywhere, so they just keep ricocheting. I love that word. <laughs> they just keep ricocheting off of the, you know, around the densities that we are constructing with our um, extreme points of view or with the intensities of our points of view. And that's part of this push-me-pull-you energy and how that gets created and maintained. And then it also gets perpetuated when we go into something, whether that's a conversation you know, with a coworker or let's say you have a project that you have a team that's, that needs to be working um, on. And everybody comes into this project with their own idea of how it should happen. Well, if everybody stays vested in their own point of view about how it should happen and how it shouldn't happen, how much space and freedom is there for the project to actually be created? Like, pretty much none, right? And so, for me, what one of the things I look at is energy is the our, the first language. Energy is Everything is energy, and all energy is information. So so could we be willing to begin to play with question and curiosity to allow ourselves to receive information rather than to um, simply reinforce a point of view we've already taken? Yeah, and I wonder what could start to show up for us. You know, I talk about going beyond what is logical and explainable. And what I'm aware of is that it's in that place and space and energy that we begin to find what does actually empower us, what does actually organically occur for us, what does actually work for us. It's not going to be in the place that makes sense. It's not in the place that we can predict or conclude or precisely measure or quantify. And that's not because I think it shouldn't be there. Because I'm aware also that there's a lot of information in the logical and the explainable. And it's valuable. And what I know and have experienced again and again and again, both for myself and with my clients and students, is that when we're willing to go beyond that, when we're willing to put all of the, oh gosh, all of the um, the structure of our points of view, uh, when we're willing to let that loosen 
and begin to get beyond it, we begin to find far more of us. So in this aligning and agreeing, it can be just as stagnating as when we're resisting and reacting. Now, more often than not, we're able to see very clearly where we're resisting and reacting. But what if alignment and agreement is its really just sort of like the other side of the same coin, right? It still takes you to a place of fixed position. And there's no freedom there. So where, or let me just ask you, where is the freedom there? And there's plenty of things I've resisted and reacted to as well. Now, I'm a huge, like, it's, for me, like, it's really, really huge. Like, my hot buttons are when I see people be unkind to children and or animals. I mean, and, and each other is probably the third on that list. <laughs> like, like, I have been known to just butt into people's worlds when I have seen them strike a child or strike an animal. I've actually been known to walk up to them and say something, and it's not always been kind. So... <laughs> and I cannot tell you that that is the best way to handle a situation. <laughs> and yet, I was, you know, I could say I was following the energy in those moments and I was reacting <laughs> or responding, but I was really more reacting. Um, and this is part of this, the, the point of today's conversation. When we're in reaction, we're less able to respond, okay? And if you've heard any of my conversations, you've more than likely heard me uh, more likely heard me talk about the nature of energy, the organic behavior of energy, is that it responds. And so we're all responding all the time to the stimulus um, that's going on in our life at any given moment. And it is possible, and sometimes it's super-duper easy, <laughs> faster than we're willing to be aware of it, that we're in reaction rather than response. And so often I have lived in that energy of reaction. Um, and what I can tell you is that I started to receive the invitation to look at those places and really go into question about, okay, what am I really aware of in those moments and what am I willing to choose? So these days, am I still willing to choose if I see someone strike another person? Am I still willing to choose to step into their world? Yes, I am. And I'm also willing to ask a question. I'm also willing to be in the question and, and have more of my awareness of, is stepping into this person's universe in this particular situation going to be a contribution? And of course, for our own selves, it is is anything required of me? And that can be a great question, like, you know, uh, to, to start with. When you perceive something going on and you, you start to have, like, your own triggers being activated, your own energetic triggers, when you're willing to have your awareness of that, it's a great time to ask the question, is anything required of me here? <clears throat> Excuse me. And if you get a yes, sensation or feeling or awareness, then you can ask another question. 
you know. And for me, it's uh, when I'm in the moments of intensity, as I was sharing last week, quickly go to universe, show me. Sometimes that's the most direct route. It doesn't have to be a fancy question. It doesn't have to be eloquent. It doesn't have to be poetic. It's just a flipping question. So ask it, right? And and other show, another show that. Um, I think was just it was a couple of months ago. If you can't come up with a question, ask what question can I ask to change this? <laughs> or ask for a question, right? This does not have to be hard, and that's the beauty of our own Oh gosh, it's the beauty of our of our what we can play with here. It's the beauty of how we can choose to play here. It doesn't have to be complicated. So is anything required of me here? If you get a yes, ask another question. What, what question can I ask to have more awareness? What contribution can I be? And sometimes it's not about a do. Really, more often than not, it's, it has nothing to do with doing something. If it has something to do with doing something, you'll get a sense of that. If it has something to do with saying something, you'll get a sense of that. However, I'm going to invite you to play with a new muscle for many of you. Um, more often than not, it has more to do with something you be. Now, there was a day that when somebody said that to me, I would have gone, yeah, right. However, what I can tell you in this particular moment of my life is that I've actually seen this in action, and I've actually chosen this a number of times, and it does change what's going on. So when we talk about the quantum effect, the, and we talk about what the, the quote from Dr. Wayne Dyer, when you change the way you look at something, what you look at changes. So sometimes if you get a yes, something is required of you. It could simply be that you in your awareness and your capacity to to be present, that you simply be more of the energy of you. And guess what? Your willingness to add your energy to the formula, to the equation, to the recipe, changes where it goes, changes what becomes possible, changes what's going on. How cool is that? How flippin' cool is that? <laughs> and if you don't believe me, that's really okay. And I invite you to play with this. So like one of, the, one of my favorite things to do is when I'm getting on the phone and I know I'm going to have to have a conversation that, you know, like I'm not really thrilled to have. Like I have to call and talk to, um, for me, in, at different points in my life, it's been like when I've had to call um, creditors to be working things out to work with different programs and ask for what options are available to me to play with because I was working on some stuff. And and there's still some of that going on in my life. So when I get on the phone with uh, people from different lending associations or, or credit card companies, um, I've been amazed that a, a conversation that in in for many of us is so intense and uncomfortable that could in so many cases go so not fun. Um, I know that wasn't the greatest English, but you get my gist. <laughs> um, you would be amazed at what happens when, when you change 
well, let me say this a different way. When you're willing to be the energy of you and simply choose to have the conversation with no aligning and agreeing and no resisting and reacting. Now, I get that for some of you, you might be having the thought that, well, you're talking about an absolute, and I'm actually not, because I'm aware that we're not going to be 100% free of aligning and agreeing, resisting and reacting. However, the more willing we are to be present and be aware of when it starts to happen, either the aligning and agreeing or the resisting and reacting, the more the energy can change more quickly. So I've had moments that conversations have been going not so great. And when I was willing to simply ask a question to the universe, I could change how I was approaching the conversation. And I am amazed at what changes in the conversation when I'm willing to do that. It's amazing. And I've had more people say to me, I mean, th- so like this, th- the first time this happened, it was just mind-blowing. And I was like, oh, my God, because I was totally approaching it initially from, yeah, that's not even possible, you know, that credit card companies, blah, 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 because I had already been in resistance and reaction to credit card companies, okay, in those moments. And so the first time I had a conversation that I chose this and I chose to change the energy I was being and I chose to just be more of me and have a conversation from a vulnerable space, oh my gosh, the person I was talking to, guys, (laughs) they were like the nicest person. You would have thought we had been friends for years. Okay? They softened and they were like okay let me see what else we can do for this let me see what else what other options we have okay let me go talk to a manager okay let me see if we can change this for you I mean, it became it, it was like night and day it was amazing so if you are having resistance to the possibility that changing the energy you be and being more of your essence being more of the energy of you and that it would change a situation or a conversation, I dare you. I'm going to challenge you, but I'm also going to dare you to play with this. Just play with being more of you, being more of what is possible when you choose you, when you be present with you. So if we draw from last week's conversation, you know, the question that I, the the main question I play with when I'm in a situation that is, that there's a lot going on and it's really easy to start getting confused because you're so aware of what's going on with so many people. Universe, show me the energy of me. Okay, boom, it happens in before the next split second when when you kind of develop that muscle just a little bit, you get it. Universe shows you the energy of you. You have an awareness. You have an aha. Something shifts. It's really subtle, but it's present, and you start to get it. And you, as you fine-tune that, it, it's just like riding a bike, really. It's, you know, you're, you're driving this mechanism, this, this energetic mechanism, and you don't have to think about all the individual parts. So, universe, show me the energy of me. Boom. Body, show me the energy of you. There it is. Okay. Is anything required of me here? No. Okay. I'm choosing to walk away. Is anything required of me here? If I get a yes, okay, what energy can I be? What contribution can I be? Then you be it. 
And you don't have to know it cognitively, but it happens without you having to get it stuck in your cognitive mind. And here's something fun for those of us who are, you know, we're like head freaks. We really like that because I'm a big head freak. I love to figure stuff out. I love to detect and research and all of that. <laughs> is that usually within the next 24 hours or so, you start to get the awareness of things that were going on. You start to get the metaphors and the analogies. But you don't have to decipher them in those five mo- five seconds that it was happening. Because it's not always required that you know it in the moment that you're being it. And that's another place we get into the push-me-pull-you. I have done that so many times. Because I wanted to like know, I wanted to have it in my cognitive awareness what was going on. And I so tripped myself up. Because cognitive awareness requires that we slow the energy down. And we will talk more about slowing the energy down. (laughs) And how that's usually where we trip ourselves up. When we come back from this break, you are listening to Living Beyond Linear with myself, Keisha Clark, here on Inspired Choices Network. Lily's still here, too, and we'll be back after this break. (laughs) What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life, the strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it makes any sense? Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Would you like to bring your question on the show today? Call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada at 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email your questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now back to our show. Hello and welcome to the next segment of Living Beyond Linear. I'm Keisha Clark here with my co-pilot, co-host, co-facilitator, Lila Rue. And uh, we are here on the Inspired Choices Network having a fabulous time, having a fabulous conversation. Oh my goodness, I perceive like, you know, universal popcorn going on. <laughs> so, um, So how are you? Are you able to take a breath? Are you able to just like soak it in, be with you for this moment. We're covering a lot. And I know that um, for a lot of us, when we're in these conversations on many of these shows, um, there's so much going on that's, you know, beyond the words we're saying, okay? Um, And before the break, I was talking about when we're in those moments that, that being present is really what's required, um, and we're trying to like get it. We're trying to cognitize our awareness, our knowing. Um, that can actually work not so much in our favor, because what I'm aware of and what I've experienced for me <laughs> and what I've seen happen is when we're trying to cognitize it in those moments, we're actually 
well, anytime you're trying to cognitize something, you're slowing the energy down. Okay. However, there's nothing wrong with that. It's more about having your awareness and your willingness to be flexible with that. So when you're in those moments that there is intensity, you know, like if um, people talk about mob mentality, and it, it is a thing, okay, and it's a part of what uh, sets that up is the awareness we have, the awareness that we are uh, of what's going on in so many people's universes. And when we get into aligning with whatever intensity might be going on for a group of people, it's very easy to go into the energy that is what is often referred to as mob mentality. And oh, it, it can get a little crazy. It can get a whole lot crazy. Um, and, of, of course, many of us have seen uh, what it can also create in, if it, when it goes to the extreme, such as riots and um, confrontations and conflicts. So this is part of something that, well, it, it is a choice. We we choose to go into the alignment with the reaction. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Um, that's a choice too. And so that's a part of what I invite you to play with is when you notice yourself going those directions, you as you play with the energy of you, as you're more willing to be familiar with, be aware of, and and just have your knowing with a capital K of you, okay, you become more willing to ask those questions. Okay, universe, show me the energy of me. You become more willing to have your awareness in any moment, in any situation, okay? And I'm going to just invite you to play with, is that, what is the contribution, and how do you want to contribute? Do you want to contribute, you know, with your being in alignment with or in resistance to, or do you want to contribute what you choose to contribute? And what is a contribution? Are you just willing to ask, what is a contribution here? Okay. Um, so when you're in the moments of intensity and there's things going on, and you're trying to cognitize the information, you're actually slowing the energy down. You're asking the energy to fit through one filter or one channel when it could actually be flowing through hundreds of thousands of channels and filters and you could actually be functioning from your awareness in those moments. Now, a lot of times we call this intuition. We call it like... Um, when we get into our supernatural energies, you can call it anything you like. I have no investment in what you actually call it. Just, I, I'm, I'm inviting you to have your awareness of it. Okay? And then, make the choices in those moments, follow the energy, and then enjoy the process, because I certainly do, of, you know, you get a few steps beyond that experience, and then you start to get the awareness cognitively of different things that were going on, the different flavors of the energies that were there, the different influences, the different, um, you know, like what was creating what, what was contributing to what, what was setting up what. And then you can kind of like take it apart and play with it and have fun with it and let it be uh, something that contributes to you. Let it be something you can actually learn from. Let it empower you. 
okay? But when we're in the moments of intensity, that's not always the time to cognitively understand. (laughs) And a lot of times when people go to that point, that's a part of resisting and reacting. I've done it a lot. (laughs) And I still have places that I do that. And I'm willing to let that change. I'm willing to have my awareness and I'm willing to have more of my awareness. (laughs) Okay? So, ah, I am aware that there's like so much energy swirling and moving. And and part of what I love about this is like we have so little idea. Like we really, we know so little of ourselves in when we function from um, like this singular point of our awareness of our existence. And that's why I love to play with the question, what would it be like to function from the entirety of our existence? Okay, and so so I get that, um, again, when we're trying to get it through the cognitive filters, um, this can be a lot. So I just invite you to play with letting go of any anything about understanding cognitively what we're talking about in this conversation, I invite you to actually play this conversation um, a couple times more and just let your your being, let the allness of you absorb this and it'll start to come through the cognitive filters. You'll start to have awarenesses. You'll start to have ahas. You'll start to have um, the the metaphors and the analogies show up for you as it applies to your life. Okay, and so what do you do with the push me pull you? (laughs) Well, my friends, you ask questions. You ask questions. And if you're dealing with an actual push me pull you, what if you just ask it? Would you like to go this way? Would you like to go this way? Would you be willing to ask? Would you be willing to have your awareness? And in the moments that you are going into aligning and agreeing, resisting and reacting, would you be willing to have your awareness beyond all of the alignment and agreement, beyond all of the resisting and reacting? Would you be willing to have your awareness? Yeah. What if you can be that different? Because that's pretty different, my friends. That's pretty darn different. Oh, my goodness. And I'm so grateful for these conversations every week. I just thank you all for the contribution you be to these conversations. I, I, oh, I, I just, this is just amazing to get to play with this in the way I'm playing with this and what it, what it invites me to, what it challenges me to choose and step up and be and have and create. Um, and I so desire uh, that... It, it's, oh gosh, just, you know, I'm just having a moment. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Now, I would like to share with you, <laughs> um, the energy's moving and we're just going to follow it. So there's a couple of things I have. Well, there's something in particular. Uh, if you want to play with me in person, you have another possibility for that coming up on June 25th. If you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I am actually going to be playing at the... Um, Holistic Festival of Life at the Plano 
Civic Center, um, and that is on Spring Creek Parkway in Plano, Texas. It's just north of Dallas. And so I'm going to be reading there, and if you want to come play with me there, you are welcome to do that. You can just look up the Holistic Festival of Life on uh, online and find out. I believe there is, um, I, I think it might be free admission, um, but you can come find me. I will be at a table uh, doing readings that day, and I believe it's open from 10 to well, it goes all day because there's a lot of presentations and there's music and dancing and all kinds of um, arts and um, different modalities being represented there, all different kinds of modalities. Um, and I would love to see you if you want to come out and play in person. You can also pre-schedule uh, a reading with me for that day if you want to put it on the book. You can email me, Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com, and I will send you um, some calendar information for that day, and you can pre-book your appointment. Um, yeah, so, you know, if you're going to be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area on June 25th, I would love to see you and shake your hand. Or, you know, me, I would I would ask if you want to have a hug because I'm a big hug person. So, anyway, <laughs> um, next week also on this show, we're going to continue our theme and we're going to be playing with Would You Try a Spoonful of Sugar? Hmm. And uh, two points for anybody who can guess where that came from. <laughs> You'll know more if you read the show info. I'm going to leave that as a little cliffhanger for you. So in the meantime, oh my goodness, take a breath. And what would it be like to have more of the freedom? Oh, Rhonda guessed already. Yes, yeah, that is Mary Poppins, my dears. <laughs> what would it be like to have more of the freedom of you? More of the freedom of all that you are, of all the possibilities of you, what would that be like? And what could you be creating if you were willing to have your awareness of that? Wow, do you get a sense of what you could be choosing, what you could be creating? Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And you know what? There's no wrong way. So everywhere you've already started to be aligning and agreeing or resisting and reacting to what that has to mean, would you be willing to get out of the push-me-pull-you cycle? Would you be willing to go beyond the push and the pull? The effort of that is exhausting. And what if it's not required? Are you willing to know what is required of you in any moment, if anything? And then just be that. Be all of you. Be more of you. Be all of the more of you. However it shows up with no judgment on it. I adore you, my friends. I'm so grateful for you. And I look forward to playing with you next week. In the meantime, have a fantastic week. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Thank you for listening in today to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Connect with Keisha on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear for more offerings and events to play with. And you always have a standing invitation to join Keisha each week, Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com for more adventures in Living Beyond Linear.